This is the Hypothetically Sound Podcast. Hosted by Alec, Randy, and Xavier. Where we take a hypothetical look at the world around us. Exploring the what-ifs, maybes, and how-comes. Join in on the unfiltered, raw, and real conversation as we explore the world around us. Xavier, Xavier. Have you seen what schools... uh, Have you seen what schools have nowadays? Like... You graduated or stopped going to school in what, like 2012, 2013, right? 2014? Yeah, something like around something there, right? Like 2012, I think. Yeah, yeah. So we graduated and or got done with school around the time. And uh, I, when I was in Wisconsin last, I visited Greg, who's a teacher at our old high school. And so he's like, hey, you want to see what they changed? And I'm like, yeah, fucking Wait, cool. is Greg? Is Greg? Okay. Greg's the teacher. Greg's the teacher, yeah. I thought Steve was a teacher. But anyways, so we went to the you. school. They added some additions to the school, which is normal, you know, all that cool stuff. But like, they have like an esports group now. Now, this is small town Wisconsin, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think class of like seventy people. He said was the show. It was very small. It's awesome if they have an esports team. I think that's actually right away you mentioning that. I think that's something so fantastic. And I'm going to yeah. tell you why if you end up asking. Otherwise, I'm oh no, I will. I just, I uh, just want to get through the tour. So we went through the tour. They had new uh, facilities for workouts and stuff. They kind of changed up the workout room. They're trying to upgrade it uh, here soon. Um, they had new CAD programs that they didn't have when I was in school less yep, than ten CAD. years ago. Yep. But Super including in with that CAD computer automated is, design. Yep. yep uh, is uh. Like graphic design classes, yep, they had 3D, um, t-shirt 3D gra- prints 3D, and stuff 3, in, in the CAD sh- uh, shop. Yeah, three, three models. Yeah, three everything. Yeah, they ha- they they literally have. Like one of the big yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, it's part of the CAD, scene, right? Well, yeah, you can't make a fucking uh, what do you call it? Like a a prototype or a, uh, a proof of concept or anything. You can't What's do like that? a 3D full 3D model. So yeah, they had all this all this new stuff that like wasn't available. Which you can do in VR, by the way. Uh, which we didn't have available when we were in school, right? Right. Which is crazy because do you think like my, my main question is, do you think your life would have been slightly different if these opportunities were presented to you while you were in like school? So ironically enough, um, there were like some small ones presented for me in school as as they were kind of um experimenting on the like trying to gauge the interest of students i think on some of this stuff um so i did get to experience just like a small little tiny bit for one of my um years of college or not college um high school uh so but no, I, I think I think it, it's really valuable for people to get exposure to any sort of trade skill very, very quickly in high school. I think high school should be a literal, nothing but a massive, massive, just like adventure and exploration of all the different types of trade skills before, you know, the last year of high school being, you know, introduction into very longer term you know, university required fields outside of the trade skills. Mm-hmm. Me and Alec have talked about this uh, a bunch. 
Uh, but yeah. I'll just, I haven't talked to you about it, so I'll tell you. This is what I think school should be. So yeah. you go through elementary, you get to middle yeah. school, uh, and this is where you learn. You get all your math. Like I, I feel like we're slow with math and reading. Like you can be college reading and math by like twelve, thirteen. Yeah, your oh, ass yeah. Uh, also slow with typing. You like typing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, really bad typing. Uh, but uh, high school, like you said, high school should be two tracks. Uh, and you should that. know what you want to do by 16. You mm-hmm. High school is two tracks. So, so by sophomore year, you either go to trade school for your last two years and you learn a trade, uh, whatever trade you want. Like we have all kinds of things, esports like that. Uh, or you go to university track where you yep. go do a specialized in-depth, so like cancer, medicine, <laughs> things like that. Uh, and that's what universities are for, is for specialized things. It lowers the cost of universities by a, a whole bunch because now they don't have to have all these, like, broad majors. They can do specified majors. Um, yeah, because they already have their, yeah. They have their they education up to that basics. point. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, you that. have kids that are coming out of, that are 18 now, that are going into a trade, be it cooking, be it janitor, yeah. be it Christian, be it and whatever in the world they want to do, now they stuff. have this ready yes, to go. Are, and America becomes the fucking powerhouse that it's wants meant to be. to be. Yeah, yes. Like, and that's, and it's crazy because some of this stuff isn't even hard to understand. It's like, you know, people talk about having a need or, you know, some some area somewhere in our in our production or uh, manufacturing that has a need or, you know, they're not doing well or, you know, the the candidates or, you know, there's a need or desire for people to fill the role. Like there's so much more curving of how things go in life that they could do that we, you know, receive that's much more beneficial than the dog shit that they have in place right now. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Because who the fuck would be mad to have like, no, I'm not gonna have my child, you know, be prepared as fuck. You know, they only got to go to, you know, school for nine hours a day. Um, and the rest of their fucking time is free as fuck. Like an adult and they're going to be prepared and, you know, be close to six figures or six, making six figures possibly depending on the trade uh, after school. No, I will never, I will never let anyone tell me what direction my child's going, mm-hmm. you know, like whatever. And it's like, well, if he wants to go that way and he's cool, you know, they're cool with it. As long as there's not like a complete and total, you know, absolute no, then fucking send it. What the mm-hmm. fuck? No, Otherwise pick someone else. Boom. And like, so I think back, so like I went to inner city schools and like middle school was like inexpensive experiences. So like for art, we went to us like a church in North Minneapolis and worked on graffiti and learned from like a uh, independent artist who lived in Minneapolis. Uh, and then for science, we walked around downtown Minneapolis, went to like the Mississippi River and used the, our surroundings to learn things. Super cool. And then I go to Wyzetta for high school, which is a freaking mall. Like, it's so big. Like, uh, for language, instead of, like, you know, just talking, turning and talking to your classmate in German, yeah. we went to a language lab that had uh, just, it was, like, 80 chairs that you put on headphones and you talk to someone random. Uh, and then I even had a, 
uh, like record making class. So we went in and made songs my freshman year. We made the beat, we recorded audio and got to put it on a CD. Like that was our final for that class. And so like those were cool things. And then I went to Hudson. So like it was in between middle class and like we had like shop and home ec and theater and we made video. We had a video class where we could make movies and stuff. And, but like Alec was talking about the new school stuff, like even that is more like if I would have had that choice, like I got into theater because I didn't have any choice. Like it was football or theater. Yeah, go ahead. I went to went to jail. Yeah. Uh, probably same, but like, and that's like that. And that's what I, that's what I, there are so many different times that I can't even, I can't even explain like how big that is for some that they are accepting of that culture because that was a culture that was not accepted. Mm -hmm. That was a culture that, you know, people felt, you know, like they were doing something wrong for investing their time. In 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 a, in a in a skill because it is a skill. But there are, there are so many things that gaming works on: hand-eye coordination, mathematical skills, problem-solving skills, uh, reaction time. There's a hundred thousand different things. So there's never a single time that you can say that playing a video game is bad. And especially to a competitive level, what's the difference between you know playing a physical sport to a competitive level or a mental or intellectual sport to a you know competitive level? It's all the One same. One makes you a fucking nerd. One makes you a nerd. Sure, yeah. <laughs> Got him. The other, the other, the other can leave you with you know lifetime side effects on your. Bo- I mean, both can, but the other can leave much more detrimental lifetime side effects on your body. Oh, very true, very true. I mean, think of golf, think of football, think of you know the concussions, the twisting body in golf, the, you know basketball, all the different you know fucked up ankles, legs, uh, muscles, broken bone, like the list goes fucking on, right? And it's like um, in video gaming, it's like, sure, if someone stays up too late, they can exhaust themselves and pass out and, you know, have other side effects like that. But again, you know, you have to if, if you're that committed to the sport, that can happen. You have to you have to have moderation. You have to have you got to know when to stop um, all those things. But at the end of the day, when you compare the two, uh, they are the same, just two different parts of the human body. And then one thing that's never talked about, like. People look at video games and like this is gonna go off topic from over the school thing for a quick second, but people look at video games and they go, Oh, it messes with your brain. It sure does. Like just like football, basketball, all these sports, like you can get addicted to it. There's people who are addicted to working out that do too much, that take drugs to enhance. Uh and there's people who like get into football and love hitting so much that they do it outside of the sport. Just like uh, people who get into video games like take on antics of whatever video game they're playing. So if they're playing GTA, yeah, maybe they do start calling women bitches and hoes and doing stupid shit that they shouldn't do. It's about uh, helping these kids understand, like with any sport, anything, like you have to work with their mental as well as their physical, and and uh, we just we don't do that enough. Uh, but to talk about, I think. Uh, you talked about how you want to went to jail. I think that it's true. If these classes Huge. are available to inner city Huge. students, CAD classes, drawing classes, esports, cooking, all these yeah. classes, if they're readily available to inner city kids from a young age, they're not going to gangs. They're going to peak. They're going to find something they're interested in and want to do it and want to stay in school. 
Why? Like, I didn't want to go to school. I didn't go to school a bunch because I didn't care about math or history. Like, one, and I, I'm, we're not dumb. We know we're not being taught the appropriate history. And then when we do get to learn about our history, it's whitewashed and dumbed down. And we spend an hour a week on it for a week uh, during February. Like, <laughs> why would these kids in the inner city want to learn this shit? They're not dumb when they can go out and make money. If they have trade school uh, classes and are learning a skill at 16, when a lot of kids do need to help support their family, they can go get a job while actually still going to school. Like, yeah. And it makes even more sense, and it gives them even more like a feel of direction. And it and gives I mean, them it does, another outlook of how to get out the hood. Yeah, exactly. In life, so. And it doesn't even have to necessarily be a sense of direction. Just a, you know, most people are just looking for some sense of accomplishment. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even think it's that, you know, at any given point in time, someone is happy where they are as long as they feel accomplished with what they're doing. I used to, so, like, people in college, like, inner cities would come up a lot in a lot of my communications classes, and since grew up in it, like, I, I wouldn't allow, like, stupid, shallow stuff be used in class. And people always ask about gangs. And gangs are different now than when I grew up and when you grew up. Uh, they're a little, they're more violent now and more, like, showy. But the same principle stands. Uh, you're I have, in a, the inner I have city, a thing for that, but too. Yeah. Uh, you're in the inner city and you see your parent or parents go to work every day and they're gone for 12 hours a day and they're barely making end meet. You don't have the things you want. You don't like you can barely eat. You don't have good clothes. And then you go to school. And when you're standing at the corner on the bus, you see uh, these 18 year old, 17 year old, 16 year old standing on the corner with new J's, new clothes, got money, drinking, eating, having fun. And then you go home and your parents are like, yeah, go to school, go to school, you'll get better. But you see them not being better. And you see these kids across the street having fun, doing the things you want. Who are you choosing? Like, why wouldn't you choose the people who are having the things you want that aren't struggling? Yeah, yeah, of course they're going to turn to drugs and gangs and stuff like that. Like, it's not not uncomprehensible that this is the choice. Like, why struggle when you don't have to struggle? Mm-hmm. Like gangs like, now are dumb, but but that's what I, was, what I was going to say before is like you know it's a product of a system that is designed to be the way that it is, you know. And then it's like what's even funnier is that in today's you know media age, yeah, you have so much access to so many things, and because of the fact that you can become popular um, at some random spot in the world, and that popularity can then like wildfire spread across the world so quickly and people can actually generate money and start to get revenue and, you know, shit from clout popularity and all of that. Um, The fact that that even exists is, you know, what turned what you were talking about earlier. Like now it's like, you know, more, more angry, more flashy, more, you know, and that's because they are gaining popularity for all the groups by doing that. And that's where you get all these artists that, prop up, you know, for a short period of time and then suddenly disappear, um, whether it be from a bad accident or they just fall off, whatever the case, it's like all that shit stays the same. It's just that's why they're all cycling through. It's just the area of profit generation. They get some money for a little bit and then it just keeps going. And I love hip hop. Like hip hop's my genre. Like I grew up, it's the culture. Same. But let's not let's not pretend 
that current mainstream hip hop has some gone so overboard with the gangster shit, dude. Yeah, and man. like throwing it in the faces. Like I don't remember we we were talking about this on the way home when we drove back to Minnesota, uh, or from Minnesota. Uh like there's there's rappers who don't do the things they're saying. They're like, Yeah, I say it because it's That's popular, the, it's catchy. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, you ain't out there selling anymore, you ain't gangbanging, you ain't shooting right. anybody. Right. Like, but you're saying it because you know it's what's trending, it's what they're doing. And then you got these kids who are like eight, nine that are joining these games because of all these things. And then mm-hmm. thinking, this is what I have to do to get popular. I saw a video uh, the other day of people in St. Louis, dudes just getting gas at like 10 p.m. And a car pulls up and these dudes jump out. Four dudes jump out with AKs and chase a dude into the gas station to steal his car. Why? Like, why, one, why did you chase him into the gas station? He left. Take the car. Yeah. But, like, we got these people pulling up to high school games and high school practice shooting kids. For no reason. Like, it, it's absurd. And, like, we can't just say, well, oh, gangs being gangs. There are levels to this. And, unfortunately, hip-hop is feeding into this level. Not all hip-hop, obviously, but there are hip-hop that are leading into this. Uh, and yeah. there's uh, media that leads into it. And then there's parenting that leads into it. We're yeah. at a generation now where, like, th- these kids are being raised by younger people just because that's how human society is working younger parents and they're still trying to do these tiktok things uh going clubbing and stuff because that's popular to do at 25 and i understand it i did this shit when i was 25 but yeah. like i don't have a kid <laughs> like it's, it's hard man it's unfortunate like people doing wild shit for no reason yeah it's um sure it uh it's a it's a hard thing and that's why like i really miss a lot of like the soul r&b and soul hip-hop um and stuff like that because i feel like that was back when um rap and hip-hop and shit like that was at its best Mm-hmm. 100 percent i'll listen and i to- feel like <laughs> that was you know that that kind of sums up the earlier i think era of rap, hip hop, and and stuff like and R and B and stuff like that was it was more soulful, um, and I think it did really get away from that because it's more um, what do you call it entertainment based now. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, obviously, like the Dre's, N.W.A.'s, the Warren G's, right, Tupac's, right. and all them, they talk violence, like talk right. about shooting and stuff with them. But, but as a society in whole, yeah, as a society in whole, like I remember, like I never once. Fight, like growing up, I fought all the time. It was fixed. Right. Never once was I worried about a gun. I've had knives right. pulled on me in the middle of a fight. Cool, whatever. I can handle that. But never once was I worried about a gun. Nowadays, right. there's zero chance I get in any altercation without having a gun on me. Because right. I'm I'm assuming the person that is trying this altercation has a gun. True. Like yep. I'm if we get an altercation, I'm leaving. Like if someone got road rage, I'm dipping. Like, even there's times when I'm on the road and, like, I'm like, is this person, do I have to worry about this person getting angry about some shit and, like, pulling out a gun? What am I going to do with this situation, like a red light or something? See, this is why I'm going to get shot one day, dude, because Rain going to get an altercation and I'm going to have to deal with it. And I'm going to pull out a knife and he's going to pull out a gun and I'm still going (laughs) to think I'm going to win. The fucked up part is, is I feel that exact same way. 
like so the problem is, is i don't fear it in the car as much because mm -hmm. you have the ability to just floor it you know yeah. floor it you lean to the side they're likely not going to hit you are they going to hit your gas tank most fucking likely not like if you look over you see a motherfucker pointing a gun at your gas tank then maybe but they about <laughs> to kill themselves too but you know what i mean like um but then you know so in that regard yeah but you are 100 right it's like you got to wonder about those sorts of things and it just it's unfortunate um and that's just an overarching i think angst that you know society has itself it's not just you it's not just me it's literally everyone it's yeah. the shit that you hear in media it's you know all the shit that's going down like it, it's happening so you know of course it's always going to build and build and build that bit of angst but you know it's what do you do it's like i when i worked at a t-mobile i was worried about that shit um from that one interaction that i told you i had that um that experience that i had and then it's like you know i also work um worked in tech repair in other places and it was like you know how many times are is someone going to get mad over something not be fi fi being something not being able to be fixed like mm -hmm. before they realize there are just unfortunate it is literally just a fact of life there are some things that are just unable to be fixed or whatever like can't be solved problems that can't don't have a solution um like at least at the current time um so you just have to you know just accept it mm -hmm. right that's a whole nother topic, right? Our whole culture of instant gratification, whether it be Amazon, whether it be jobs that just, you know, hire you right away and you're working from home within 10 minutes, like, mm. you know, whatever the case may be, but that's another thing that's like severely hurt so many people having so much access to stuff and having no ability to moderate themselves or um, yeah. appreciate things that never existed or in theory, probably shouldn't exist because they hurt a lot of things because of their existence. Amazon. Mm-hmm. 100. Agreed. Not that Amazon is a bad thing. <laughs> it is very, you know. It's, it's still, it's a it's, low, like, uh, minus company policies for workers when you look at the walmarts and dollar generals and stuff of the world amazon mm -hmm. is a lower evil to me than mm -hmm. those mm -hmm. uh but yeah still a uh, lot of issues with when you think about yeah when you think about some of the things that you're supporting by paying into it is what it is i mean but again they support twitch or you know they own twitch now or whatever too so it's like you know that kick you and not make you leader is there... It's one of those things. It's one of those things where you always, always wonder. Um, and that's like again another topic, right? When you look at a company like Amazon, and it's like you know they're running Amazon, one of the biggest, nicest online suppliers distributors in the world. Um, they offer the ability for small individual, uh, you know, people like us to be, you know, people who do drop shipping on there, all kinds of stuff, but. Back to the part that I was getting at. Um, <laughs> fuck, I don't even remember what I was getting at now. <laughs> Something about the help Twitch in that Oh, you, yeah. So you look at, back to what I was getting at, you look at Amazon, who owns one of the biggest, you know, like I said, online distributors in the world, access to a lot of shit, picks up little companies like 
you know, us, for example, or other people for that matter. Um, and then you look at the fact that they made the investment of buying Twitch, right? And you're like, oh, okay, so cool. They made a smart move. Um, they offer a big platform um, to sell a lot of shit. And then um, they buy a platform that uh, people create content, whatever, um, generate interest, people watch that content. Um, and they now have a platform or a way to target audience, control the ad placement, which farms data and also gives them ads. Mm -hmm. um, so boom, two big things to do right there, right? For sure. Boom. So they got access to all that. Um, so whatever previous data that Twitch had too, whatever that may be, um, boom, they got access to all that too. Boom. Okay, cool. So then they start fucking with ads, whatever, whatever. They start working with content creators, whatever, whatever, and create this new ad, you know, structure, whatever, whatever, whatever. It's like, okay, cool. That turned out pretty good. So then you look at Amazon and then suddenly Amazon starts to try, you know, buying games, Lost Ark, New World, all the other shit. And then you look at how fucking terrible the video game side went and a lot of that is from like you know pr or personal relations or even uh what do they call it uh you know just like relations with their community uh see uh, community community management whatever um those two things fucking did terrible on both of those things which are kind of like the center of both like those communities or the only way a game company can exist or like a game will survive is through communication and providing, you know, results for the concerns that their community has. Mm -hmm. um, and then you wonder, you know, what the fuck happened? And I think I know the answer to this is like, can you honestly say Amazon is good if that happened with their video games and there's really no other option other than Amazon? Do you think Amazon would exist if there's another one? If there's another company like Amazon? Uh, <clears throat> because why do you think no. their game companies died? Yeah, because they don't know how to they don't know how to handle competition. Uh, and yeah, and, and how to stuff. develop or how to innovate. Like that, that's it. Amazon doesn't innovate. Zero innovation. Well, well, Amazon itself was an innovation, though. Can you say that? Amazon, like, he he even says, like, and I'll give him credit. He When he first thought about doing Amazon, they lost, like, I think he said he lost, like, a, a hundreds of, I think it was, like, a hundred million dollars they lost. And he told his, like, investors, just stick with me. It'll catch on. Cool. It did. But they didn't really change much. Like, they didn't innovate anything. Like, like the biggest innovation was uh same day delivery uh, i was gonna say when it comes to twitch though too is like um jtv was a thing was like one of those like hidden not even hidden it was like one of those like underground uh websites <laughs> that people used that got bought out and became twitch so i already had like a starting like it had like, a like a base, right it had a fan base of like a million people easily and yeah. so, like, it, and it's, it's difficult. This it's mm -hmm. difficult to say, yeah, that Amazon like does anything innovative. I agree with Rand, just because they're just taking the bare bones of things and 
Yeah, but that's not the thing, though. They're not looking to be innovative. So that's that's using something that. But was if they were, but that's the thing. But if they were innovative, the, a lot of their shit wouldn't fail. Like, there's a reason why, like the boy, like the name Amazon shows. You have the boys. You have the Lord of the Rings. Like, there's shows that I watch that I know that I like, but most of their shows are absolute failure. I guess and what I'm saying video is, games. is that there's an example. That's an example of there's room for people to 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 still to still make a difference, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Amazon Games died because there's other game companies, so yeah. people didn't have to put all their fruit in one basket. You look at Amazon; it's like people are so stuck on buying stuff from there because it's so convenient that their local stores lost out, and a lot of those closed. Especially with COVID, COVID helped close those even further, which pushed people into the digital market even more. Um, things like that, uh, you know, Amazon is the only option, and it sucks, you know, that it's the only option. And fuck them for being the only option. Well, not fuck them, but fuck us and people in general because someone I could have made another option and gave people another, you know, online source of tons of random shit like Alibaba or AliExpress. But then you look at those, and it's like those exist too, and those do well because in those markets they are pretty much the same thing. Um, and they even do some semi well in the you know in in our market because mm-hmm. we you know people use that shit all the time because that's where you can only get some shit. So um, yeah, you have like I group think- it and group on and ship it, and you have these sites. But uh, Amazon, like no one is similar to Walmart. Nothing will ever overtake Walmart. Nothing will ever overtake Amazon because of how aggressively they went nationally and internationally. That you can't compete on that scale. Ever. I was gonna say, I think it's like uh, trust and safe. Like Amazon's a lot of time is shit. Don't get me wrong, right? But like a lot of people who like never really heard of like AliExpress or these other sites or know many people who use it, like in their personal life, they trust the big name, mm-hmm. a third party that you don't have to communicate with the seller. It does it for you. You know what I'm saying? Type yeah. type deal. That's and I think that's their biggest benefit. That's how every product, like when you go and you go into the store and you have money, money isn't a, a worry. Are you going generic or name brand? Like you're going to go Coke over Dr. Fizz type thing. Like, you, you know, like you're not going to go generic if money's not an issue. And the most innovative thing, and this is hot take, most innovative thing any of these companies that we talked about have done is being the first. You look at Apple. You look at uh, in Apple or Microsoft. You look at uh, uh, Tesla. Like, I, I think there are better electrical vehicles out there than Tesla, but Tesla is the name. Tesla is the brand. Tesla is the first major player to become popular. And those are the companies that stay succeeding. Like, I think there are better colas out there than Coke, but Coke is that brand. Is that that dude? There isn't better Sprite, but there's still like you, you get what I'm saying. Like there are better mm. options, but like Hershey, mm. Hershey is not a good chocolate bar. There are better right. chocolate bars out there, but Hershey will always be that brand, that name. It's what you, see. yeah, it's what you think of when you think of a chocolate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think that yeah, and I think again, Amazon's gonna always be that one, but I certainly do think that. uh yeah. And there's market. Like, you just have, it, it becomes a thing when there's a giant, you need to find your niche. So, for example, you got Walmart who sells everything, 
but then you have Audis, who's a very similar market to Walmart, but they found their niche in uh, affordable food. Or you got like clothing brands that found affordable clothing brands, and they just found their niche and fit into where they can get in, type thing. Mm. And I, I think, think if go ahead, sorry. I was going to say, I think if I think if people didn't like control markets and control stuff so much, it'd be a lot easier. Because this kind of leads back to like the whole trade school thing too. Um, and part of why, like, I kind of. It's kind of clear why the system doesn't exist mm-hmm. and competition is, you know, a thing that people really, really dislike. Um, but at the same time, competition breeds innovation and new things and, you know, expansion, advancement, you know, you know, overcoming hurdles. Competition mm-hmm. brings all of that. So as much as people don't like it, you know, it all in innately it was i feel like competition was never designed to be hurtful or bad it was always designed to propel and make people better um healthy competition is what it was meant to always be there shouldn't have really ever been an unhealthy competition unfortunately you know things get abused and turned into unhealthy by lack of moderation or um, how things are gone about but it's one of those things where if things were always healthy competition you know, in a perfect world, in theory, a lot of these concepts that we view as inherently bad are not actually bad. Hmm. It's it's monopolies. Like <clears throat> I think that, monop- that like, well. modern modern day monopolies are different than what they the monopoly uh, fixture was originally meant to be. Amazon is a monopoly of its industry. In the sense that while other companies could, yes, can still get in and do in and do things, there's no competition for Amazon. Then there will never be competition for Amazon on that scale. And and I think that's a modern day monopoly. Same with like Walmart. There's not there's targets, there's all these stores, but they're they're, they're not competing on a scale that you want in a free capitalistic system. Uh you want you want these you want multiple businesses to succeed because that gives more jobs and blah blah blah. But yeah, it's just not gonna happen, and it's unfortunate because, like you said, it does it does take away some of the innovation of people coming up. Because, like, I want to make a Walmart, but like you start going into that, and you're like, how? Or even here's something small. I want to be a Mr. Beast. Like Mr. Beast is a very uh, like what he's doing isn't is so hard to recreate. It, it's it's wild. I don't know where I was going with that, but it's wild. <laughs> it's, it's good points, though. Awkward. But yeah, no, thank you. That was, good, that was a good talk. I think we got definitely got a lot of good stuff out of that. Thank you for listening to Hypothetically Sound. We hope you enjoyed the episode. All episodes can be found at hypotheticallysound.podbean.com as well as on Apple, Spotify, and Pandora. For full unedited video versions of the podcast, please visit us at youtube.com slash hypotheticallysound.